Daily Dribble. Welcome back to the Daily Dribble Podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet, here ready and fired up for another massive instalment as we approach the NBA Finals. Here joining me, Mr. Liam Hancock. What's going on, guys? Liam here once again. How are you, bud? You fired up? I'm well. We're having a... I mean, I'm on the Woodstocks. You look like you're on the hard siders. I, I think it's an indication that we're in for a good one today. It certainly is. It's been a while since we've had a beverage during our episodes. Another afternoon instalment. So we're certainly looking forward to it. Also joining us, Mr. Roy Hancock. How are we? How are we? It's been a big week. It's been a huge week of playoff basketball. And the action's not simmering down, is it? It's not at all. And we've got a finalist. After this entire season, we've got our first finalist, which we'll discuss a bit more as we get into the podcast. But, geez, it's been a a a huge week. week. A hell of a week, not only on the NBA front, the NBL front. A lot of news to get to today, guys. Uh, We'll recap all of that to start the episode. We'll follow that up just by discussing both the East and Western Conference Finals, everything that's played out so far. And we'll finish off once again with our old friend, Hero of the Week. Love it. Guys, before we get into it, though, a quick shout-out to our two major sponsors. Podthreads continuing to bring that hot drop of ours. That new merchandise is looking fresh. Guys, everyone who's purchased so far, we cannot thank you enough. Uh, We love seeing you guys rep our brand. It's great seeing a vision come to life, so thank you so much. If you haven't got yours yet, you can check it check you can check it out. You can check it out. You can check it out via the link in our social media bios on Instagram, Facebook, yep. um, all the rest. You know, we'd love to see you guys repping the brand. It means a lot. So once again, thank you to Podthreads for making that happen. Mm. And likewise into sport. Now, I tell you what, I put in big shift last night. It was a twelve hour day for Nick Sammet. Um, <laughs> big shift, getting the new store ready. Yeah. Guys, Intersport have their new store opening on Monday mm. here in Tasmania in Hobart. Guys, be sure to come check it out. It's going to be phenomenal. Uh, certainly excited. Once again, using that expression to see a vision come to life. Yep. Uh, very exciting. So Monday, new store opening. A big thank you once again to Intersport for all your continued support. I just strolled past it the other day and, geez, it's looking fresh. How good does it look? It's a massive store in that basketball section. It's a real eye-catcher with that um, MJ mural up there already. So You're oh, going to have to come in and see. I did a little bit of a touch-up on the shoe wall and the hat wall yesterday, so it's looking pretty... Pretty hot. Um, I'm, I'm, have you seen the new? You I, ha- haven't seen I haven't, but you may as well tell the viewers or the listeners, sorry, where it is. It's in the same building and all, isn't it? For any of our Hobart listeners, it's in the Centrepoint Arcade. Um, pretty same, same pretty close to where the old store was. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, certainly looking forward to doing some damage in that one. Guys, big episode. We've got a lot to get through today. Lee, you look like a guy who wants to kick us off today with odds and ends. I can do it. Let me get out my notes. Come on, mate. <laughs> Come on. No, I'm, I'm, I'm quick with You've it. You've got I'm to be more prepared. You said you were coming in hot. you got to be coming uh, in hot. You said, you, okay. Okay, I've got my, I've got them here. Good. Oh, um, we don't even okay, do notes. We'll it's off the top <laughs> yeah, of the head. Everything we we'll do. Um, I'll go with the first one I click on and it's this. This guy, we, yeah. we sometimes say this guy can't catch a break, but this guy literally cannot catch a break oh, for the life of him. Zach Collins has refractured his foot entering free agency oh. again. To, to be perfectly honest, like Blazer Star there, um, had such high, like we had, had such high hopes for him, but it feels honestly like an eternity since we last saw him. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I really can't remember how good or how bad a player he was yeah. because yeah. it has been that long between drinks. Mm. Um, but yeah, certainly a big blow for him in his uh, he, steps to making a progression to returning to on-court action. He, in my opinion, he was entering free agency before this happened. He's not leaving Portland with that. The injuries, no, scares, no, and whatnot not. he has. Well, I mean, even if he does leave Portland, he won't be getting a big contract, that's for sure. Yeah. No one, that's what I'm saying. I don't think yeah. anyone's going to pick him up. A bit of blow there. Certainly hope for a speedy recovery from his umpteenth injury. Um, best of luck there to Zach Collins. Guys, a couple of quick ones on the coaching front. I'll rip through because we've got a few here. Mm. Chauncey Billups yep. has signed a five-year deal to become the head coach of the Portland Trailblazers. So hopefully he can nurture Collins back onto the court. Uh, he's got a big job on his hands, doesn't he? Now, he does. We've heard rumours in the last couple of weeks that Dame could potentially be on the move. So he's got to, I guess, weigh up whether to build around Dame to try and appease him, keep him happy, or do they move on from CJ? Do they run it back and try and add pieces around the edges? Um, he's got a big opportunity but a big expectation on his shoulders. Oh, How do we feel about this appointment, lads? 
I love it. I love it. Chauncey Billups was always going to be a head coach. It was just a matter of time. But, yeah, you're mentioning Dane before, and he's the one that we're all watching at the moment. Um, Chris Haynes throughout the week reported that Dane's quite sceptical as to whether yeah. the Blazers can actually build a championship squad, and I think that's a that's a pretty fair thought from Dame at the moment, given the last few years. But with a new head coach in yeah. appointment, who knows? Let me pose this question to you guys then, just, just quickly. If the Blazers somewhat run it back, and they make a few pieces around the edge, like yeah. move a few pieces, just, you know, signing a couple of bets or a couple yeah. of just, I guess, rotation players, do they have the ability to go deep in the West? I think they've shown, even though they went out in the first round this year, I think they showed a few years ago when it all goes right, they're capable of going yeah. far, and they got to the Western Conference Finals a couple of years ago now. They sure did. So they're definitely capable, but I, I just don't have faith in this Trailblazers squad anymore. I think and as George Michael once said, you've got to have faith. <laughs> I, don't, do. I don't think a couple of like surrounding cast pieces will make that happen. I think this year has to be the year that CJ goes. CJ goes? To get a, just Even a, if Dame wants to go, do you, do you still keep him no, against you, his will? Oh, you keep Dame, but you just got to get rid of CJ and bring in a... a Another player, Another player that works, but I don't th- think a couple of supporting cast players will work. Will will get them deep. Okay. Also, in other coaching news, the Lakers are finalising the deal to bring David Fisdale to the Lakers as, as an assistant coach. Did see that comes off his time as a head coach with the Knicks and the Grizz. Mm. Um, he was also an assistant under Eric Spolstra in Miami yep. uh, when LeBron was there. So there's also all, already a bit of a, a connection, connection there. Yep. Um, and likewise, the Pacers are looking to or look set to make Lloyd Pierce head head assistant under Rick Carlisle, so off his tenure with the Hawks, jumping to the paces. I like that, because I do like Lloyd Pierce. Um, And he's currently under Popovich uh, in the Olympics uh, as the assistant there. So, yeah, he's certainly... I I think he's a good coach. I think he's still got a lot to prove. Um, It hasn't done him any favours by how well the Hawks have gone since he left that we alluded to with my hero of the week last week with Nate McMillan. Yeah. but, yeah, he's certainly, I think, still got a, uh, a career in the league. For sure. How about throughout the week, did you see that Carmelo Anthony won the 2021 Social Justice Champion Award? It's a lot of awards now. <laughs> there is a There's lot of awards. for every but, Tom, Dick and Harry, but yes. But this is a good one to win, it is. I think. It is. Um, is that just like social... It, it, is, is it? I'm just clarifying, it's like social justice-like award, is it? <laughs> that's what the that's award what the indicates. Award is, yeah, is that just what so, I guess standing up, um, like for, certain for what's values, right. What's right? I'll tell you what. And being a real leader work in that in regard, the, yeah. work in the community. Yeah, you'd yep. think Jalen Brown would have had to be up there for that because he. He definitely was. Well, yeah, we certainly was. promote any players doing good things for the community. I'll I'll give you something to laugh about. And I give us a funny. Give us a funny. Come on. Dennis Schroeder is looking yeah. for a hundred to one hundred twenty million deal in free agency, and this comes off the back of him turning yeah. down. I think it was a four-year, eighty million dollar deal last offseason. Yeah. Um, Unless I, he's going on a 10, 10 year, hundred million dollar contract, it's not happening. He, he, it's it's funny to make those type of demands coming off a first round exit where he yeah. really faulted. Yes, um, he is certainly not getting the bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to be honest, as a Lakers fan, I. I uh, it was a funny year because we had LeBron injured, we had AD injured, we've spoken about the, the cast members, and yep. when we do our end of season review, we'll go into that more. Um, but that's just absurd, I think, asking mm. for that amount of money given what he did this yeah. season. Uh, he's not getting that. You need, yeah. Now that I think about it, you need to wonder like how much of it is true. Like, did he really say that? Probably, but like, come on. Now. Well, here's a bloke I want to yeah. sign. I'll tie this in. Spencer Dinwiddie has what declined his player option with the Nets. Uh, he'll now become a free agent. Mm. He like he was such a he's been such a crucial piece for the Nets over the last couple of seasons. And I think given the time mm. he's been out, we forget how good he was. For sure, yeah. I would, I guess, just given how the playoffs went, I'd love to see Dinwiddie as opposed to Schroeder. Mm. Um, but I, I certainly think whether he resigns with the Nets or wherever he goes, he's going to have a big impact if he can be. 75% of the player he was. Well, at the end of the day, if he stays with the Nets, he's probably more likely to get um, success than anywhere else. Whereas I feel like if he went to another team, he may not get the success, but yep. sort of a la Jeremy Grant, he might get that 
bigger role and he might make a name for himself. So I'm expecting him to look elsewhere. Would you like? Would you guys rather see him stick to that sixth man role? Um, like a Lou Williams, like really mm. just embrace it. Well, like, be good at that or would you like to see him start league? I'd like to see him as a sixth man. I would personally. Mm. You see how how... Jordan Clarkson embraced that role and just ran with Flourished. it. I think he, I think Spencer Dinwiddie could do likewise. And yeah. because he, he's a little bit older, he can control a second unit, he yeah. control the pace, the tempo of a game, mm. and yet still get his own and facilitate others. Mm, I, sure. I really like him in that sixth man role. Uh, I'm certainly excited to see him back on the court. How about throughout the week, Diana Taurasi become became the first WNBA player to score 9,000 points. Yeah, I did see that. Which is just... Adding to her ever-growing list of accolades throughout her WNBA career, just quickly, Nick, I'll, I'll just reel them Give off. Give it to me. Give it to me. Three-time champion, two-time finals MVP, one-time yep. MVP, ten-time All-Star, not to mention the fact that she's been with the Phoenix Mercury since 2004, I believe it is, which sort of just adds to her legend being a one it's franchise. It's kind of like a Kobe, uh, Dirk, yeah, that kind absolutely. of one, one team, yeah. And now, first WNBA player to score nine thousand points—just an unreal achievement by Diana Taurasi. Absolutely, it's incredible, and like she's really still excelling, even given this like kind of getting long toothed in her career. For um, sure, it's awesome to see these milestones ticked off, and again, just helps promote and grow the game for the WNBA. Absolutely, uh, it's wicked um, seeing this uh, get that exposure now. Um, so, a big congratulations to her. I'll have one. Have at um, it. Have at it. it. The Cavs um, will actively try to move Kevin Love in this trade season. K-Money. Mm-hmm. K-Money. We spoke about him last week. You the... were somewhat upset with yeah. his inclusion in the Dream Team League. Yeah, I was. <laughs> but I'll, I'll say some of the suitors. We've got the Pelicans, the 76ers, Heat, Clippers, and Trailblazers. The only certainty is that he has to go to a championship contender. Yep. There's no point him going from the Cleveland Cavaliers to another you know, bottom-dwelling... I thought you were going to say bum. I thought that was going to be the word that you used. No, no, there's just no point at this point of his career. He's getting on. He's probably only got, I don't know, a couple of years years left. And he he wants to go for that um, additional championship. So He can certainly still be a valuable piece, I think. Um, You think about, well, who who are the Blazers got at the minute? Covington in the power forward spot? Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know if you'd fit there. You'd probably look to keep Covington. I mean, he... He'd, Who be, the other he'd be coming off the like? bench if, if Philly, anything. Philly, Miami. Philly, Miami, Pelicans, Clippers. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, the Clippers could be an interesting move mm. um, with his ability to shoot from outside. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm certainly interested to see where he ends mm. up. This is probably about two two or three years overdue as, re- overdue as well, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, trouble saying that. Overdue. <laughs> overdue. Give it to us one more time for the, uh, the fans at the back row. You knew what I meant. I'm with you, my man. Um, per John Hollinger at The Athletic, there is growing speculation that the Warriors could look to trade James Wiseman oh, and the number seven pick for a big upgrade Potentially Pascal Siakam being rumoured. Now, the question, we won't linger on this too long, but with Clay Thompson returning, if this hypothetical move was to be made, Mm. Siakam joins the Warriors, they lose Wiseman, do you think the Warriors are title contenders? Do you think with Clay returning, getting Mm. Siakam, are they good enough? Well, I think... I think with the return of Clay Thompson, they already were going to be contending for a title. Yep. Um, Particularly now... As much as we love what we've seen from James Wiseman, I think getting a, an established player like Pascal Siakam, who, although he didn't have the greatest year, he's still young and he's still got plenty held of years. Own. Oh, he held his own. He was serviceable. I think this puts them right in championship contention if they weren't already. Lee, for you, do you think they make them, like if they were to make the move, do you? Yeah, I, I like Rose said, I think. Um, if they don't get a big name like Pascal and they keep Wiseman, I think um, they're still a contender. I, if they were to go for a bigger name, I don't know if Pascal Siakam is the player. I, I'd rather them see go for a better two-way player, yep. defense and offense. Ooh, and who I, are we thinking of here? That's what I was trying to think. <laughs> to be about. honest, I like without giving a name for another yeah. replacement, uh, I agree with you. Yeah. I think Wiseman has enough upside that he yeah. can grow and develop. He's got a season under his belt. Another off-season to develop in that Warriors system. 
Oh, come there on. There goes the can crack there. <laughs> Thank you very much for that I one, I hope man. that was subtle for you everyone. You could have listening. just unnoticed it. <laughs> but, but, I don't, don't bottoms reckon. up, my man. Um, but <laughs> given the season Siakam had as well, I think it was a little bit lacklustre. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I certainly think they could find a better replacement. Like I'm trying to think. And look, it, like, with the way this draft class is, I think they could get a quality piece at number seven. Yeah. Um, and and still keep Wiseman. I, I think they're good enough with Clay to still contend. Here's one for you. So, Pascal Siakam, obviously, as we are just mentioning, is rumoured to potentially be a suitor for the Golden State Warriors. I think I was mentioning last week that there was rumours floating around that Ben Simmons is in the same boat. If you were the Golden State Warriors, taking into account, I guess, the present performance that they can both provide, but as well as the future potential yep. um, performance, who would you prefer out of the two? So, Siakam or Simmons? Or Ben Simmons. Uh well, uh, I'd rather I'd rather, um, I'd rather Siakam. I'd rather Siakam just because of the uh, they've got already enough. Yeah, they've got enough ball handlers mm. already, and be, that like Siakam can score more efficiently than yeah. Simmons. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I would just in that regard. Rather I hundred percent agree with you in that respect. But what about the fact that Steph Curry and Clay Thompson are going to be taking the majority of shots on a on the defensive end? Yeah. Ben Simmons yep. can hold it more than hold his own. He's a he's a potential um, defensive player of the year um, recipient in the future. Yep. I think I think it's not a bad place for him to end up not having to do as much on the offensive end in terms of scoring. And to be honest, I guess that is a great point you make. And I guess for him, his value is probably going to be. Better increased Simmons. He's younger, yeah. um, and he's going to look like a better player when he's racking up twenty assists because Curry <laughs> yeah, and Clay exactly. are just absolutely lighting it up. Yep. So uh, that's some something to something think to about. about. Short, yeah, sure. I, I know. Here's another player that had another pretty shocking year. But what do you think about Pauzy over there, Pauzingus? Oh, that's a that's a very very interesting move. Again, something I'm looking forward to delving into mm. in our end of season recap. But Yes, um, uh, he's got. It's it's a funny one because he's got such potential. Yeah, he's it's, got it's such kind of the same as Siakam. They both had pretty shocking years. Yes, I'll, um, I'll I'll go though. Please. Apparently, <laughs> the Rockets tried to trade for Tyler Hero at the trade deadline, but the Heat said no. Apparently, mm. um, John Wall and Eric Gordon um, are names that Miami were interested in. Um, but they love Tyler Hero. To be honest, this this Houston team, and I'm looking forward to recapping them as well. They're such a funny team because I actually mm. think they're still decent. Yeah, with same. KPJ Great. who bowled out this year, phenomenal season. John Wall, Kelly Olynyk. They've got. <laughs> you never think that name would come in. But he, he killed it when he moved over. They've got and Gordon. They've got a couple of nice young pieces. Jay Sean Tate. Um, they've got some quality about them. I mm. think if they like, they're certainly. Not going to be a contender. I'm certainly not saying that. But mm. should they move a couple of pieces, uh, recruit well in the off season, they could be a fringe playoff contender. Yep. Um, especially with what we saw from John Wall yep. having a season under his belt again. I think they could be a uh, a sneaky team to watch out for. Agree. Did we see throughout the week? Sorry, I just butted in. No, there, no, Nick. no. You didn't. <laughs> did we? Did we see throughout the week that? Um, uh, Kawhi Leonard. So we're not quite sure if he's going to stay at the Clippers or not. I guess at this point, uh, he'd probably be likely to stay there given they've yep. made a deep run. But rumours, as per Kevin O'Connor has said, that Kawhi Leonard could be off to the Dallas Mavericks if he wasn't to stay with the Los Angeles Clippers. A Luka Doncic, Kawhi Leonard duo. Now, championship contenders instantly. We'll certainly talk about the Clippers more soon, but just just quickly on that one, you you think about it. I actually quite like this for both teams. Yep. Given what we've seen from Paul George with Kawhi out, him running the team, having a big, a really capable big man in Porzingis, mm. I think, and it enables PG to be that number one guy. I yep. like. Yep. Having Luca have. Kawhi not only on the offensive but defensive end. Oh, it's massive. I, I really like this for both teams. It'd be interesting to see what. Who would Dallas give up? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You'd need to give up more than Porzingis. Maybe Tim Hardaway. Porzingis Josh and Richardson. maybe Burke. Yeah. Uh, Josh Green. Uh, uh, maybe a pick or two. It's still not enough, what, is it? But... I, I, I like it though for both <laughs> teams. Mm, so do I. Um, wow. Put that in the trade machine. Let's let it. <laughs> let's have at it. Yep. Uh, last point from me, lads. Um, during the week, Sham Sharania reported that NCAA players will now be able to benefit off their name, image, mm. and likeness. I, I think like this seemed inevitable, um, just on the basis that we've seen more high high caliber players move towards that G League yep. Ignite team, getting paid a boatload of cash mm. and just playing at a high level. So the NCAA had to change something to enable. 
like to entice players. For sure. Um, so it's good to see that finally eventuate and now I guess players who are in that predicament, they've now really got something to weigh up which route to go. A few years too late for Zion Williamson, though. Imagine, imagine the coin he would have made. He would have made an absolute fortune playing, playing college coin. ball. But, yeah, it's about time, and, and rightly so, that they start to make a bit of a profit for, for what they bring to, to college ball. Brilliant. Tell, tell the viewers or tell the listeners the massive NBL news that we've received throughout the week. I will get into oh. it. NBL, here we go, lads. The Jack Jumpers have officially signed their first roster players. Now, we had Sia Deans on a, a rookie contract, yep. but Sam McDaniel joins us on a three-year deal, a player option on the third third year. Um, he comes off a season-winning season with Melbourne United. He played 24 games. Uh, where he started, should I say, 24 games, he averaged 5.3 rebounds and, and an assist a game. Are we looking forward to seeing what he can do with more game time? Yep. And this one, like I'm, I'm going to touch on this a little bit later in the show, but we've got the ball rolling. Like, we've got our yeah. first sign player. I think Exciting. there's been um, certain rumours who we've tried to acquire. It hasn't eventuated. Uh, Mitch Norton, I know, from the Wildcats mm-hmm. was a name. Yep. Um, but we've officially got our first name on the book, so <sighs> look Day. out. It's been such McDonald's. a long time coming, and, geez, it was welcome news when we saw that pop it up was. onto our news feeds, wasn't it? It certainly was. It's, um, yeah, very long overdue, but I expect the announcements, as I've been saying, uh, to come pretty thick and fast from now onwards. Yep. In other NBL news, sixth man of the year, Joe Luol Achul, will suit up for the Phoenix Suns in the Summer League. Ooh, love that. Love to see that. And likewise, John Mooney, who will play for the Bucks during Summer League, um, mm. comes off a phenomenal year for him. He had 17 points, 11 rebounds, all NBL first team. So mm. for both of those guys, very well deserved. And it's great to see, I keep alluding to, we mentioned a few weeks ago, the pipeline that the NBL is starting to establish. Yep. We saw Clayton Oliver go over for the last few games with the Rockets. Uh, Diddy Lazada there with the Pelicans. Um, so it's great to see these guys getting exposure. And- what summer league is it? Las Vegas? Summer yeah, the, the Vegas summer league. While we're talking about that, Michael Beasley's also heading oh, over there. I did see that. Mm. Come on. <laughs> Come on. The big bees. Still hanging around. Yeah, I tell you Speaking what. of Beasley, where's... Um, oh, my God. When I- Malik. No, where's Lance Lance Stevenson? Uh, he's in China. Is he? Uh, yeah. Playing. Yeah. Was that not speaking sure where, of Beasley? Because they like, <laughs> they're, they're like the same kind of player, you know what I mean? <laughs> speaking of Beasley, let's talk... Where's another Lance. player that has no relevance? K- Kuzma will be joining Lance there yeah. in China, I reckon. Yeah. Do you know, am I? Is it? Is this joke going over my head? But I don't get the Shanghai Sharks. Yeah, no, it's, joke. A, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's, I it's know it's weird. a joke, but I don't get. Is it just saying that they're getting booted out of the NBA? And yeah, going like to all these players, yeah, they're Asia. getting booted out. They're going yeah. to China. Gong dong. I tell you what, like I, I, we've mentioned this on the podcast when the season was going on. I actually really enjoyed watching the CBA. Yep. There's some sick players. And yeah, there actually it's is. Such a fun league mm. to watch. Like mm. some of the games, you see like 270 points, and they just they yeah. just shoot absolute <laughs> bombs. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Who do we have? Who was the name? And he scored like um, was it? Uh, I forgot the na- name. And he scored like. 75 points or something. Oh, there would have been a we lot of points. We mentioned it on the yeah. episode. I can't yeah. remember, but crazy late. I only know Jeremy Lin and Yao Ming. Oh, Wilson Yao Chandler, Ming. is he still hovering yeah, over there? Yeah, he's around a few big names. Um, other news from the NBL, the salary cap has increased by 17% for next season. It'll grow to $1.63 million. That 17% is not a small number. It's a big jump, and it, I guess it coincides with, the, the I guess, the popularity of yeah. the league now. Um, the minimum salaries, salary has increased from 58500 to 62500 Okay. And it's great to see that. Again, the growth, as you said, least 17%, mm. no small amount. Um, other news, former Sydney Kings head coach Adam Ford has signed on with the Cairns Tyre Band for yeah. the next two seasons. Mm. Um, wooden spooners this season, but again, they've got a lot of lot of talent. Scott Machado, we saw Clayton Oliver head to the Rockets, but they do have quite a good team. Um, hopefully, Ford can turn their fortunes around. Uh, Yanni Wetzel, who had a breakout first season with the Phoenix, he's signed a three year deal with the New Zealand Breakers. Grand final winner Mitch McCarran's moved on from Melbourne United. Mm, uh, he signed a three year deal with the Adelaide 36ers. Get that ring and off he goes. Off he goes. He will fill the void that Josh Giddy has left. Big one. And speaking of Josh Giddy, my last done? point here. Still Giddy watch. Giddy watch, mate. Giddy, what Giddy watch. It's ongoing. Giddy turned up once he's in the NBA. <laughs> it oh, actually will. It'll be Giddy episode once Giddy a week. Episode. We actually need to make a segment for We Giddy only do watch. once a week episodes, so our whole show is going to be about Giddy. <laughs> um, speaking of Josh Giddy, on the latest ESPN mock boards, mm. he's mm. up to number 10. 10. Oh. And Zach Harper of The Athletic. 
has him up at number seven. Oh seven. dear, Christ. He, he's, he's going to Golden State. He, that's honestly, they've it's on the cards. It's on the cards. It certainly <laughs> has been a strong interest. So his stocks yep. are just rising. What happened? What would you do if Giddy just went number one? <laughs> I, I tell you what, Cade, Cade, Cunningham. Cade Cunningham would feel like he's found a dollar and lost ten. Um, but I tell you what, Giddy, I'm buzzing for it. I'm buzzing for it. At are you awesome. getting his jersey as, to, as soon as he enters the NBA? I think I'll have to. I, I think he I, has I think the way I've endorsed him, regardless yep. of who it is, I'll have to pick up one. For sure. What, what's uh, Charlotte's pick? Like 13 or so? Yeah, I, I don't have that. I don't think he's going to Charlotte. Yeah. Why not? I think they've got enough they've, guards. They've, yeah, guards yeah, already. I, I, had, I, like, I love Devontae, but... We could get some <laughs> yeah. D-money's out. D-money's we, we, not there. I, I love Devontae, but we could get such good assets out of him. Like, I'll tell you what, Giddy, though. I, yep. I tell you, I'll have to get him to sign it. I'll just send him oh, a you have to. slide into the DM. How's this going to I've been your biggest advocate. Yep. Do us a flavour and sign it. <laughs> <laughs> Do me a flavour. Oh, I, thought, I thought it was a misfit. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm no, all no. over it. I'm not. I'm, I'm still in control of this episode. <laughs> Lads, a massive instalment of odds and ends there. Let's move ahead. The NBA playoffs now. Oh. Uh, we'll start with the, the, the West. We officially For have sure. our Western Conference champions crowned. The Phoenix Suns, uh, oh. they won the series 4-2. Comes off beating, uh, winning game 4, 84-80. Yep. Mm. Uh, Clippers won game 5, 116-102. Followed by the Suns rounding it out in game 6, 130-103. Yep. Where, Where do you start? Guys, let's take yeah. it. Um, I might start at the end. Now, Good that, that round-out game from Chris Paul. Oh, my God. That was truly phenomenal. Oh. He had 41 points, 8 assists, 0 turnovers. How? Was 7 of 8 from 3, and he just he just lit them up. Yeah. Um, and again, the Clippers had to win. CP3 was just unstoppable. Just, the, just like the way he creates space is probably the most impressive thing I've noticed from him over mm. the last, you know, over this playoff. Did you see uh, that series? three hit and he got the foul, four-point yeah. play? Yeah. And then the... Did you guys see the push from Pat Bev? Now oh, we need to we need to talk about. We're going to talk about this, are we? Because Let's talk about it. At that that push, I lost a lot. I I know he's the liveliness of the team, and he's he's what keeps the team alive and going. But God, that was very disrespectful, and I lost a lot of respect for Pat Bev. For anyone who didn't see, uh, it was a timeout. 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 Yeah. Um, mm. Chris Paul was walking away. Pat Bev's just come up and given him the two handed shove to the ground. But yeah. it was a ma- like. Like, Chris Paul wouldn't know from a mile away that it was coming. Yeah. And he shoved him to the amount where it could have oh, hurt it's him. Not it was forceful, for sure. Um, Pat Bev since come out and apologised, said that he his did. emotions got the better of him. Yeah. He was upset they were losing. But yeah. guess what? For your efforts now, big fella, you will miss the start of next <laughs> yeah, season. So. And yeah. you need to think that tweet that he put out had to have come from his agent's urgency. Uh, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I understand him saying that, like, like white line fever. Um, he plays with his heart on his sleeve, doesn't he? Absolutely, and certainly things on a sporting field are said sometimes not the yep. way or done not the way yeah. you intend them to. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it was certainly a phenomenal game from him. Yeah. Um, so would you, I guess, just touch on this series. The Suns are Western Conference champions, lads. Yeah. Who saw this coming at the start of the year? No, well, was me. it just two years ago that they finished last in yeah, the West? Twenty, I think it was twenty eighteen or two years ago. Yep. Yeah, they were an absolute bottom out team. Ridiculous. Uh, they still had talent. They had Booker. Yep. Got that number one pick with Aiton. Yet we were kind of, I guess, skeptical. We saw how Trey and Luca progressed, mm. but Aiton has really come into his own. Yeah, he's as solid as they come. He's an instant double double machine on any given night. Some of the games he had in this series, in game was it game four, he had nineteen points, twenty two rebounds, mm. and he's really starting to he's, like. If you took him as that number one pick, Lee, yeah. you, you wouldn't be upset. He's now. Start, like you said, he's starting to prove why he went number one. And it and it really um, took a downfall a little bit when he got that suspension, at least for mm, me, for yep, that, for, sure. for whatever marijuana uh, possession. It was the, uh, the yeah, performance-enhancing, yeah, yeah. wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, performance-enhancing. Because I feel like that um, that just took a lot out of him as well, and he started not performing as well after that, but he's mm. really coming to his own. It's so awesome to yeah. say, and as a Lakers fan, seeing my team knocked out by the Suns, I'm glad that they've gone the distance. I don't feel yeah. as bad. But they're just a likable team, aren't they? Oh, like they you want to see Chris Paul succeed. He hasn't had that success yet. Yep. Um, you want to see Devin Booker because he lays it like he lays his heart in his sleeve, doesn't he? Does. He? He, he was does. literally he was soaking up every moment of that W. 
day. He, he's been phenomenal as well. I know Chris Paul's been getting all the mm. accolades, but Game 5, Book 31, um, you know, he's just been Mr. Consistent. For sure. Like if they need a bucket, Booker. Booker, if he yeah. need, If they need a bucket, he is more than equipped to get it from any way, driving in from outside, mid-range. I mean, I will say... Um, Disregard what Pat Bev did. He did an amazing job in guarding Devin Booker that whole series. Yeah, I think one game Booker went like twenty four percent from the field. Like it was just yeah. Apart from that first game where I think Booker had near on fifty, didn't he? Like yeah, Booker, he, yeah. Booker lit them up. Yeah. He went the triple double, wasn't it? It was That's just right. this crazy yeah. game. Um, I, I guess I was also thinking throughout the week, what was the trade for Chris Paul? Because I can't actually remember. Oh. Like who did OKC get? Oh, Did I, they get Kelly Oubre, but then they, they traded, traded him, him, I think, and, and, and some draft picks, I think. Oh, I couldn't I, tell you off the top of the scone. Um, but, but like, you, nonetheless, like, I remember as soon as the trade happened, Chris Paul was in the gym with Devin Booker working yeah. out on his shot. Like, they've they've worked this way to come up here. Who would have, like, I like who would have thought they'd be here? Because I, I knew they were going to be good with cr- the addition of Chris Paul, but mm. who would have thought? And that's the thing, like his impact on winning, and again, we've, we kind of sound like broken records. I know I do. I'm hearing myself say this and I'm sick of myself. Mm. But the amount he does, not only on the floor in the box score, yeah. like I know yeah. he went berserk in that game six, yeah. but the way he can control the tempo of the game Absolutely. brings yeah. others into it. Yeah. Um, you know, he is really a phenomenal leader, and I'm so happy that he gets the chance to perform in the finals. His yeah. first time ever. That close to mid-range shot of his is... Automatic. As money. Or it's it's, it's money. Rhythmic, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess transitioning to the Clippers now. That's what I was going to say. The Clippers yeah. obviously lost this series. Is this season and also the postseason a success or unsuccess for them? It's a it's failure in the grand scheme of things, taking it back to a... A year or two ago, when they signed PJ mm. and Kawhi, it's a it's a failure for Steve Ballmer. Yeah, um, it's a success for them gaining some respect, yeah. gaining Given a little bit of likability back. Yeah. yeah, because I know I feel better about them than I did a couple of months ago. Like the yeah. way they performed so valiantly, they lost Kawhi. Mm. Um, you know, Paul George. We forget it was only a few years ago that he completely snapped his leg. Yep, and he. Like, he's kind of been a villain for the last 12 mm. months or so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he, w- he performed incredibly. Reggie Jackson, most threes yeah. in the playoffs, phenomenal from mm-hmm. him. There's a little bit of likability about them once again. And did you see, um, did you see Mr. Jackson or... Um, Sorry, Miss Jackson. Did you see- <laughs> Sorry, Miss Jackson, Rose. Apologies for uh, last week's listeners having to put up with that, Did you see rubbish. Reggie Jackson's post-game interview where he had, like, tears in his yeah. eyes? It was like, it, it just shows that they're real and... He was down and out. Because they came in last year with that arrogance, didn't they? That they were the the super team. They were a championship favourite, a lock. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. So I I don't know. I think overall it it is a failure. It's a failure. But it's it's good effort. What are you playing? I just clicked on accidentally the uh, mini... (laughs) <laughs> recap of the Hawks Bucks game accidentally there. Oh, but yeah. the had, had, had Kawhi have been in the series, like could have been very. L- different. Let's restart it. Take it back. If this series had started, everyone was healthy on the Suns and the Clippers yep. from game one. Yeah. How do you think this series could have gone different? Well, I reckon it would have at least gone to game seven. Yeah. Went to game six as it was, and didn't even have Kawhi there. But it's such a shame when you see these. Big stars getting injured at the pointy end of the year. And yep. This was no exception. But I think you were right there. The two talking points for the Clippers were Paul George, who is well and truly back and well and truly um, got that respect against his name again after a really poor playoff series last year. And also Reggie Jackson, as you were mentioning before, he played that Robin role this this playoff series, particularly when Kawhi went out and Jeezy's he's going to earn an absolute bag and a half this offseason, I'll tell you what. 100%. 100%. Um, fair play to the Suns, though. They are heading to their first NBA Finals in in a couple of decades. So. 1993, Charles Barkley, probably the last that one. That would have been the last mm. one, wouldn't it? Really so. quickly, say either Hawks will get in or Bucks get in with either one of them who are you... Uh, we'll- I'll save that for the end. We'll recap our Hawks and Hawks No, I'm and saying what one would you be going for? Uh, probably the Suns. Oh, okay. Same. They're my token team at the moment. Probably the Suns. What's I think token team mean? Just the team that I go for after my um Your team's main been team. wiped out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, we'll move ahead to that series. The Hawks and Bucks, as of time of speaking, uh, the Bucks lead 3-2. Yep. 
Bucks won game three, 113 to 102. Middleton went bananas in this game. He had 38 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. He single-handedly outscored the Hawks in the fourth quarter. Yep. I think it was like 20 to 18 or, or something stupid. On Middleton real quick, and don't when I say this, don't dismiss it real quick because it does sound so outlandish, but just let it sink in for a moment. Oh, what, here we go. What do you think about um, Kay Perkins, Kendrick Perkins' comments? He says, and I know it sounds outlandish, but just think on it for a minute. He says that um, Chris Middleton is the Batman, and in fact, Giannis is the Robin. What? No, no I know. Just what? No, I'm trying to figure no, that out. No. On what planet? On what planet? I just... know. I, I, I tried to think about it as well, but it's just not true. No, Giannis is the guy who shows up every single Giannis night. Giannis <laughs> is a back-to-back MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, Middleton's fantastic on his night. Uh, he's there... had a couple of duds. but So is there any validity in that? Absolutely not. I he's don't a, he's think a, so. And they shocked you. <laughs> move they on, really, Kendrick. They move really on. piss me off because they just say such outlandish things just to get grabbed. Like, we're yeah. talking about it now, yeah. and that yeah. just gives credibility to yeah. what he's done. Oh, um, that's giving me a migraine instantly. <laughs> it's not the ciders. It's no, it's definitely said. that comment. Okay. Yeah, I and great. likewise, I feel the same way because yeah. it's just such a weird yeah. thing to say. Um, I, like I've said before, I don't know how Kendrick Perkins has a job at ESPN. Yeah, like and- he, he, like not only does he say outlandish comments, but he's just not well spoken. <laughs> he's so no, unprofessional, yeah. isn't he? He's a he's a he's a bum. Yeah, he's a bum. <laughs> he's at the end he's of the bum. day, he says such stupid things, yep, yep. Um, and somehow gets paid bulk coin to do it. So, yep, does. who's the real winner? We're talking about <laughs> it. Um, massive win though for the Bucks in that game three mm. to get the win. Away, uh, yep. to, I guess even the playing field after losing one on home court. Uh, the Hawks won Game Four, one hundred and ten to eighty eight. Um, game well, Four was that the one without Trey? No, Trey Young. He suffered bone bruising to his right foot. He's That's, missed the last two yeah. games, mm. um, but they they won that one very by, comfortably. By it was lot. really just Lou Williams getting the start, but it was done by committee. Yep. They had six players score ten or more points, as opposed to the Bucks, who only had mm. three. Um, game Five. The Bucks won one twenty three to one twelve. No Giannis and no train this one after Giannis hyperextended his knee in game four. This yep. was the most recent one, right? And yep. it was the most yeah. recent. How how was that? Like Talk watching about... the, watching the replay and seeing Giannis's leg to buckle like that. It it's oh. it was actually scary watching it to be honest with you because. Looking back, well, I guess in live time, you're thinking, "Geez, this could be not only." You know the rest season, of the season, but this could be like onwards. interfering with next next season as well. Yeah. But yeah. and we still don't really know when his return to court date is. Well, but what, I th- don't think it's as bad as we first. There was thought. no structural damage, um, no. which is lucky. But there's no time frame for his return yet. What was the actual diagnosis? Uh, it was hyperextended. A yeah. hyperextended. So it wasn't ACL or anything. No, and a major hyperextension at that yeah. because it looked awful. Um, in that game five, though, key win. Uh, Bucks holding holding serve on home court. Bogdanovich, though, had 28 points, 7 of 16 from 3. Yep. But Big Brook Lopez. Slide oh. Joe Bob. No, that's not, no, yes, that, that's his brother. Both of them. Oh, is, is yeah. he bold? Yeah, uh, right. No. Um, <laughs> Big Brook, 33 points, 7 rebounds, 14 of 18 from the field. Middleton had 26, 13 rebounds, 8 assists, and Holiday, 25, 6 rebounds, can 13 just, assists. Can, can I just ask something? You can ask whatever you want, I mate. Didn't, the floor is yours. Because I was at work, I obviously didn't watch this game. Where were a majority of Lopez's points coming from? In like, the paint. In the paint? Yeah. Okay. He, yeah. He, he was over for two for three points. Yeah, so, so he was he in the paint. Yeah. But okay. that's, like, he, we know he can shoot from outside, but, you know, without... Normally they've got Giannis, so he's the one who clogs up the paint and Brooke can sit out a little bit more. That's he weird, really, though. Well, he made the most, like... Um, I was going to say it's weird because Clint Capella is his matchup. Clint should be doing more. Well, right? Clint was dismantled. He did um, nothing that game, yeah. did he? Six points, eight rebounds. That's nothing in terms of what Clint Capella should it be sh- doing. Do you know what it shows? That Trey Young is a major piece to Clint Capella's game, in yeah, my he opinion. Is. He yeah, is. They agree. really feed off one another. Um, I guess now, Lee, we can transition to your... Well, I guess so. At, at time of speaking, we've got game six tomorrow in Atlanta. Yep. Uh, the Bucks lead 3-2. At this point in time, uh, there's no... Like, I know, I think Trey is a... He's questionable. Questionable. Giannis is out. Probably yeah. I don't think thought. I don't think Giannis is going to come back for the rest of this series, let alone next. Yes. So I guess at, at the point of speaking, 3-2... 
Bucks lead. Who who do you think comes out on I'm, top here? I'm saying if Trey Young plays both games, the Hawks are winning. If Giannis does not play, Ooh. that's a big uh, a big but, isn't it? Oh, it's so difficult. It, it is, is so hard difficult. Because, like the Bucks have to win one out of two. They do. Um, but they really like that other that game five. Yeah. They had Middleton fire. They had Brook fire. They yep. had Drew fire. I just think the the Hawks supporting cast that we've mentioned from mm. the start of the year to now for sure is a bit better. They did have Bobby Porter's fire as well. Bloody crazy eyes, Bobby. <laughs> Gum gangbusters out there. Look at eyes. He's he's in game mode. Mm. Um, I'm gonna say, I think just law of averages. I think the Bucks take it. I want the Hawks to win, mm. but I think the Bucks even get if, one out of two. Even if Giannis isn't there, yeah, and Trey's back. I think they get one out of two. Mm. Like, I'm just taking into account okay. if Trey's back, if Giannis is back, if neither are back. Yeah. Yep. I think just for picking a winner, they win one out of two. Mm. I want the Hawks to well, win, Hawks though. I truly do. Hawks are my token ticket, so. Your token, token ticket. They're the ticket. Say? The big ticket. Token pick. Token pick. <laughs> they can be the token ticket if you want, mate. Um, <laughs> that is got token ticket. Okay, let's, let's, I guess, before we go to Hero of the Week, fellas, um, final question. If... So I guess base this answer on who you think will win this series, mm. win the Eastern Conference Finals. Who wins the finals matchup? Because by the time we record next week, mm. yep. the finals will be well underway. Mm. So you can take it to Suns versus Bucks or Suns versus okay. Hawks. Yep. How do you see it playing out? Um, well, I think that the Bucks will win this series now, um, three, two up. Um, even with Trey Young coming back, I'm sort of in the same boat as you, Nick. I think they've shown that that starting five for the Bucks, excluding Giannis, has shown that they can still show up. Yeah. Um, so I think they'll get through. If they do get through, I I'm going with the Phoenix Suns. Um, I think they've just got. More players healthy at the right time of the year. Giannis is probably not going to be 100% for the rest of the season. Like, did you see that hyperextension? You're not going to be, you know, 100% for a little while after that, even if he does come back. So, I think the Phoenix Suns. um, But to be honest with you, I'm just so happy that we've got a bit of variety this year at the pointy end of the year. And there's some different teams, different teams, you know, showing up. You look at the last decade... Like, I know last year we had the Lakers, the year before that, the Raptors. This decade has been dominated by the, the Warriors, um, I guess the Cavs. Heat. Heat. It's wicked to see. Mm. Like, this year, I know we went to the back end, but we had so many teams that were potential finalists. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, Philly, Brooklyn, Lakers. It's all really been it's just, you know, pick and choose who you want on For any sure. given day. Um, so, it's great to see. I likewise... I'm going to say Suns versus Bucks. Um, yep. I want to say Suns versus Hawks, but I, I think. Oh, it's who like, comes out? Who comes out? I think. I think Suns have the momentum. Yeah. And they they've got a bit of time now to rest a few sore bodies. Um, the Bucks could potentially go to a game seven. Giannis mm. again. We don't know his timetable for return. Mm. I think the Suns get it done. They really are the Cinderella story at the moment. Chris yep. Paul, this is his moment to shine. Yeah. Uh, I think they do it in. They do it in six. Yeah, that's a fair prediction. Lee, Be- because of my um, because of my theory that Giannis isn't going to be back in trades, I say the Hawks are going to get through and win this series. Mm. But just like you guys, um, I think the Suns are going to win overall. You know, Trey Young can have an outlandish game where he just yep. goes off, but I don't mm. think it can last if it were to go seven games. I don't think it can last seven games. Whereas, you know, every game, that three-piece in yep. Aiton, Chris Pohl and Booker is just going to show up every single game, and that's yep. why they're going to be the uh, NBA champions. The big thing for Trey is, like, we can see in the box score, like, not just signaling, mm. signaling, mm-hmm. ooh, I'm fire now, mm. signaling out a game. Like, he yeah. might score 35 points mm. or 40 points, but the big thing is looking at his efficiency yeah. uh, because we know how good he is, but sometimes that efficiency really lets him down. It does. Um, yeah. You know, if you're scoring 40 points and you're taking, you know, 35 shots or whatever the case may be, hypothetically, um, it really does have an impact. You want to... And we've seen him score, get 13 assists or whatever the case may be and bring yep. other players in. He really is a barometer. He really he has is. to fire yep. early, score a couple of points, get others involved because I don't think 
in this series against the Bucks or the Suns that he can do it single-handedly. Can I just say really quick, even if they don't make it to the finals, the Hawks, God, the run they've been on. <laughs> Trey Young leading, leading that yep. Hawks team in his, what is it, third year yep. is just insane. And as we said last week, I mentioned how their turnaround of fortunes once McMillan joined in. Yep. Um, they, at the end of season recap, like their, their progression from what looked like a really horrible year mm. to Eastern Conference Finals... What a turnaround. It's just been rags to riches, hasn't it? Brilliant. Brilliant. Do you reckon, really quick, I'm just thinking of this now, do you reckon the team that they acquired with all these players in the off-season, do you reckon that those pieces and the team as a whole are built for the playoffs? They're built for the playoffs, built yeah. for a championship. No, um, like for the even for the regular season, it was a bit iffy. Like they finished yeah, six or whatever. They had a few injuries here and there. Like I know Hunter's still out. Were they mm-hmm. better built for the playoffs? Like just that deep team? No, just on the basis that they don't have that experience yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, agree. Um, I think give it next year or the year after. Mm-hmm. They're a team now. They've got a playoffs under their belts. They've had a deep run. Uh, we see Trey come of age a little bit more. Reddish, yep. Hunter, Akongwu. Uh, Name everyone else, Tom, Dick, and Harry. Um, they're better suited now with okay. a bit of reps under their belt. Really I believe. quickly, do they run? They run it back, right? I think yeah. you'd have yes. to. Yes, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, run it back. Yeah, bring Gallo. Bring Bogdanovich. Do you know? Because is there another trade deadline, or was it just the one that this year? No, there was two. Uh, coming into the season and the... So there, there'll be another one coming into the season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, isn't Big it? off season. Because it's crazy because we... It goes for like a span of a week or two, doesn't it? It's going to be action-packed. But it, mm. it's crazy how all of it, literally all of it, happens on the last day. Uh, you, you see a couple of moves here and there in between, but then the last day, it's it's like we're sitting there holding our yeah. eyes open <laughs> yeah. because it, the yeah. action's non-stop, isn't it? Really quick, as I've been thinking. Really about. Quick, you've said really quick about really quick. got a back-to-back-to-back It's, it's, back it's, back it's completely unrelated, but I, I just wanted to know because I can't remember. What was the Kemba trade? From who? Uh, Kemba, Kemba from Hornets. So they got no, from, to, from oh. Celtics. Oh, oh, we got Al Horford in Yeah, Al Horford. And who else? Um, Moses. Moses Brown. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's all I wanted. What's the relevance to that? Yeah. No, I said there was no relevance. No relevance. You just wanted to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Now the well, view, now I'm, the listeners know. I'm glad we cleared that up for everyone out there, and Lee in particular. I've like, been saying oh, viewers geez. this whole time. <laughs> They're not I, viewing anything. I've, I haven't been saying They're, this. Do you no, know what? Oh, you know God. how Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah, here we go. You know how Joe Rogan signed that 100 mil yep. Spotify deal. You know you can watch. You can still watch Joe Rogan's podcast on Spotify. Yeah. 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 I didn't know they had a feature, a video feature. Yes. Yep. Well, Better. speaking of which, uh, when you're in your new palace. There, Ro, which will be coming around pretty quickly. Yep. A lot more video content, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, we're going to be so can we, Mr. Worldwide, Pitbull. I think so. If we yeah. were to do video podcasts, could we upload it to Spotify? Oh, there's have to, something um, to look into. There's something to think about. I'll, I'll let I'll our look people into that. get in touch with Joe Rogan's our, people. Our we people. might have to um, Jamie, find out. Jamie, <laughs> Jamie. It's like, uh, what's the movie, Are We Done Yet? Um, with uh, Ice Cube there. Oh, you know, Chuck yes. is a handyman. Yep. He puts on a different set of clothes. He's a different bloke. Yep. That'll be me. I'll put on a suit and I'll get in touch. Very good. Uh, lads, let's move ahead. Big episode. We'll move ahead to Hero of the Week. God, believe it or not. Can you believe it? I can't. Oh, good. Here we go. Here on the week is back once again. I think I've shirked my responsibilities long enough. Yep. Um, I might kick us off. Go for it. My... One, two. Are we all saying it on three? Wait. No, mine's different. <laughs> you, you think we've all got the same, do you? Here we go. Obviously not. My hero of the week is Mr. Simon Brookhouse. That's oh. mine. No, it's not. Come on. <laughs> CEO of the Jack Jumpers. For anyone who doesn't know, um, I really just want to take this opportunity. I don't think we've given him enough credit yet. Um, mm. Like, it's no easy feat starting a franchise. Uh, what he's doing is fantastic. He's grown our member base. We've got 1,700 members. Yep. Uh, redevelopments for what is now My State Bank Arena. Firmly under control and looking the business. It's a real vision for the area. It is. Um, and coming along well. Um, and also, we've signed our first player during the week that we alluded to, Sam McDaniel. McDonald's. Mc, McDaniel. Yeah, I know, but Mackie Day. Mackie Day. There it is. There we go. Um, so things are really happening. And, uh, you know, we're only now three, three and a bit months out from the start of the season. 
I think it's just time we applaud the work he's done because I certainly don't envy him. Mm. Um, no. It is a huge job to start a franchise from the right. bottom up. Well, how much hair do you reckon he's lost from the strength? A lot. A <laughs> lot. You look at K Rudd, yeah. Kevin Rudd, when he was oh, Prime God, Minister yeah. of Australia. It was um, thin. <laughs> and, but a lot of franchises come in with a stadium already built. Like this, yep. He's had to contend with that as well as putting together coaching mm. staff, um, players, everything else. So I just. I think it's uh, fair play to him and yep. just want to shout him out for his efforts so far. Not so to much. mention, he's an absolutely top bloke as well. You've, had a, you've had a chat to him. I had a meeting with him a couple of months ago. Fantastic guy. So easy to talk to. Really likeable and friendly. Um, nothing but a gentleman. Yep. And certainly uh, feel as if our, our new state's franchise is in good hands. Great there. hands. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I might have to send him this episode. I'm connected with him on LinkedIn. Okay. <laughs> might have to send it to him. I've given him a nice, a nice uh, little uh, plug there. So you know what you're doing. Absolutely, Nick. always the businessman. I'll go. My hero is no surprise to anyone. I'm sure it's Chris Pohl this week. CP3, the point god. It, it it was hard for me not to pick Chris Pohl this week, especially you after... You would have been right. I was about to pick him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, after how he was, like, celebrating, he really deserves this after... And it's not only, um, like, this year, obviously, he battled with the COVID-19. Not that he battled with it, but it took him out of the game. It's mm-hmm. been other years where he... Yeah, battled with OKC. Yeah. yeah. Battled with Houston. OKC, that, their transforma- transformation last year... Yep to what looked like a bottom feeder team into a real mm. um, genuine playoff contender. Contender, yeah. And, and uh, well, playoff appearance against the Lakers there. Mm. Um, you know, the work he's done, it's so, like we just mentioned, it's awesome that he's really getting the chance now on the grand stage yeah. to flourish. Like 41 points in that last game to just seal it. I was just, just phenomenal because I truly believed once the Clippers won game five, three, two, mm. uh, momentum on their side, they could have really, you know, caused an upset. Mm. Like it was on the cards. They were playing Absolutely. well. I'll Anything sa- could happen. I'll say it again. Is it just me or just the way he creates space? You saw that thing where he went through the legs and just like that perfect mid-range kind of close to the bucket shot. He just sinks it every time. He's money. He's so crafty as well, isn't he? And he's... Mm. And I just think the thing that always gets, I wouldn't even say underrated, but just the fact that his leadership and his on-court IQ is always through Top the roof. Mark. It's yep. so far ahead of anyone else on the court at any given time. It's and he just crazy. makes everyone around him better. Like, as we said, this team last year, the Phoenix Suns, they had they had Booker. They had Aiton. Mm. Like, I know yep. they recruited Jay Crowder, um, Chris Paul. But for all intensive purposes, they were pretty similar. They had that yep. same core, that continuity. Um, but he's come in, and they're in the finals. They're in the NBA finals. It's really hard to wrap your head around what they've achieved. Another point I just wanted to add, and you mentioned it earlier, that um, three where he sunk the three and got fouled for an end one mm. was straight after every, like, Terrence Mann and Pat Bev were half-court pressing him, trying to, yep. like, get him back yep. over the to make it backcourt. And he, he was like, no, nope, I'm not having any of this. He was automatic from he three. Was. It was just yeah. ridiculous. What did you say? Seven of eight. Seven Jesus of eight. Christ. Um, just lights out from him. Someone, if, if, if I didn't say it, um, someone would have had to, but I'm yeah. glad to be the one to have Chris Paul on my hero. Just list. quickly, have a quick think. Okay. Is this is trivia? It, no, it's not trivia at all. Think, it's just okay. your personal opinion. Yep. Do you think there's anyone in the NBA currently who hasn't won a championship who deserves it more than Chris no. Paul? Mm, Carmelo. Ah, uh, yeah, Melo. I'd say Chris Paul, though. CB3 has made it to the Western Conference Finals yep. numerous times. It's blown a 3-1 lead yep. in the past. Um, uh, I don't think you could say anyone else does deserve it more. More than him. And wants it more than and him. And wants it, yeah. Mm. Like his his career for as incredible as it's been, all the accolades, all the, you know, statistical records, mm. that's yeah. the one thing that has evaded him so far. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever happens, it's been a phenomenal year. Just the cherry on top would be Agreed. that title. Agree. Carmelo would be the last piece to the puzzle if he could win a win a chair. Go to the Lakers, I reckon. I Come tell, on. Do you want me to tell you Come my on. player who I mm. wish would win a championship? Yep. Derek Rose. Oh, come on. Yes. 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 Derek uh, Rose. Like you Again, just... another player I'd love to see with the Lakers. It's been oh, rumoured. Please. Get please, Mello please. and Derek Rose and make a little two-for-one <laughs> combo. How's that sound? <laughs> I think it sounds great. Nick. Well, I just I say Carmelo because he does need a ring, but Roe would know that Frank Lyric said she need a ring <laughs> like Carmelo. Is this Frank Ocean? Yeah. Well done, mate. Frank. That's, that. that's like my you. favourite Frank lyric just because it mentions Carmelo. The only yeah. Frank Ocean song I know is Lost. <laughs> uh, that's still a good song. That's a, a great tune. Song. That's a tune. Similar to last week, give us a bit of Lost. 
<laughs> Lost in the heat of it all. I'll, I'll save that. I, I feel like I've used that on a uh, entertainment. Yeah, because yeah. I was so surprised and very impressed. You were too. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. good. Wasn't no it? John Farnham that week. <laughs> right, bring us home. Wait, real quick oh. before speaking oh. of speaking of um, John Farnham. No, what was that? What, what was the um, weekly entertainment? Entertainment, entertainment weekly. weekly. Yep. Speaking off of, season. Speaking of no, that, off season. Save it. I'm saying though, when okay. when we f- finish with the season, that's coming back. So I look oh, forward to it. Without a doubt. Without I know doubt. what Nick's first show is going to be. Are you doing? Are you doing? You'll probably have it too. I probably we'll will. We'll save that for the viewers for a couple yep. of weeks' time. Okay, let's wind it up. So my hero of the week is the Milwaukee Bucks starting five in Game Five. And this guy thought we were all going to have the same. I no. like how specific you were in Game Five. Um, no Giannis in Game 5. We're thinking there's is so much unpredictability about what this Milwaukee Bucks team is going to bring to an Atlanta Hawks team who seem to have a fair bit of confidence, I would Even have without thought. without Trey, they still had that continuity from Game 4 where they had loose starting. They absolutely did. Um, turns out everyone stepped up. 111 out of 123 points came from that starting five. Four out of five members of that starting five had 20 points. Let me just... I know it's not all about box score, but when you've got someone like Giannis out, performing in the box score is it's quite crucial. significant. We had Brooke Lopez, 33 points, seven rebounds, two steals, four blocks. Middleton, 26 points, 13 rebounds, eight assists, two steals. Holiday, 25 points, six rebounds, 13 assists. Bobby Porter's crazy eyes, crazy Bobby, eyes Porter's, Bobby Porter's. 22 points, eight rebounds, three assists, three steals. And Tucker... He only had five points, but he had 11 rebounds, and that's all he needed to do. And he does so much on the other end. He, do- he does. He's he's such a two-way player. And everyone in that um, starting five, except for Drew Holiday, who had a plus-minus of, of eight, had a plus-ten plus-minus. Crazy. And Crazy. now this is the thing. This You could almost argue I could change it. No, I won't. Simon mm. Brookhouse deserves his dues. <laughs> but you could almost give Hero of the Week to Bootenholzer. Yes. Just on uh, yep. the fact, we've asked for the last two years, yes. um, multiple, multiple times, they're in the playoffs. They're faulted by playing their roster too deep. Yep. Yep. They've they've really just tried to gas their starters, and it's because yep. their starting five is phenomenal. Yeah, even without absolutely. Giannis, as this game showed, they have a quality starting five. Yep. Um, it's wicked to see him, you know, giving them what they deserve. And in the yep. playoffs, every game's a must win, and he's playing it like that, like it is. Yeah, uh, yep. so absolutely great from him to make the change this season in the postseason. Uh, look out in the playoffs. Guys, Hero of the Week, oh. recapping that. My Hero of the Week, Jack Jumper's CEO, Simon Brookhouse. Love that. I had CP3. Oh, they're both really good picks, and I had mm. Milwaukee Bucks starting five in Game 5. I love I love that. We haven't had a specific, like, a Game 5. That's that's brilliant. Yep. That's top-notch. A first. A daily <laughs> dribble first. Lads, I tell you what, it's been an action-packed episode. The, the end, I guess, the news coming fast and furious. Yep. Just speaking of which, went and saw that the other week. The oh, new Fast and Furious, phenomenal. Vin Diesel. Yep. I tell you what, the Chrome Dome. Oh, what it's a shiny head, weapon. isn't it? I honestly just contemplated like I'm, I'm an automatic car driver. I'm in the hunt okay. for a new car as we speak. <laughs> yeah, you don't up. have one right now. I, I hope you get one tomorrow, maybe. But <laughs> on uh, the old legs, as you said, <laughs> on the legs, on the run. But I really wanted to get a manual just for the gear yep. change, just to drag race someone. Uh, what an incredible <laughs> movie! What yep. a franchise! Hey, speaking yep. of movies, Space Jam coming out in Australia. Space Jam Two, Space Jam coming out soon. Get into InterSport. We've Ro, got the, I mean, Nick, really quickly. No, I'm giving InterSport Ro, a shout out. Ro said he's not going to see Space Jam with us. What? He's seen it with his what? work, apparently. No, 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 no. First. No, Le- and Le- I said, this is a daily dribble thing. Wait, Lee's Le- Le- made his own story. I have not oh, right. Come on, then. Tell okay, us. Okay, so we've got a gold class movie night coming up. Well, we work. weren't going gold class, were no. we? No. And anyway, one of the movies there to be chosen is Space Jam 2. Obviously, I'm going to see it in gold class. That's not to say I won't see it two Before, or three or four times. Before you want some new work, mates? <laughs> you can feel you free to come along. We'll sit in the cinema with you. Oh, I said, geez, I'll just see it with Nick then, it looks like. No, I'll what's be there. The, what's the release date? I think it's mid-July. Mid-July. Yes. Excellent. Well, we're looking forward to that. Um, InterSport have new uh, Space Jam. They're kind of, you know those kind of hoops you can hang on your door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're quality ones, though. The uh, carbon fibre backboards. No, oh, they're good. the real deal. Real deal. So get in and check oh, them crazy. out. A uh, little last-minute plug for them. New yep. shop opening on Monday, guys. Get excited. Oh. It's been a long time coming. 
Guys, what an episode today. How are we feeling? I enjoyed that. Oh, it's been, it always... We haven't done an afternoon podcast in a while. They just hit, they hit better. They hit better. Um, for me, my soccer season will be over. I think I've got Let's ten, go. 10 games remaining. Gee, um, that's 10, 10 weeks. That's a lot of games. But yeah, I'm like, yeah well, <laughs> if I make the 10, I might do a hamstring next oh, week. Dear. Um, but we're looking forward. We've got Roy yep. moving into his new palace soon. Yeah, that's the biggest news. We're going to have a... We're getting a mix of sorted mics. I've, I've had a... I got gifted a microphone for Christmas, a really, really high quality one, yep. just for all of our listeners out there at the moment, just to give you guys some context <laughs> on the audio situation. <laughs> Before we end up, we've got Roy, Lee and myself sitting around one microphone between the three of us. It's a blue oh. snowball. Now, it's not the greatest of mics, but it's not the job. But I, I got gifted job. a high quality microphone for Christmas yep. I'm yet to use, and we're okay. in July, so... You we're need gonna, to crack that one open. We're so. going to crack it open. We're going to fire it open. We're going to have a lot more video content. Yes. Um, we're certainly looking forward to that. Guys, before we end up, still be sure to check out all of our socials, Instagram, Facebook. I'm not going to say YouTube and TikTok. We'll wait till the yeah. new... They'll be growing. They will be growing In exponentially. The new house, yeah. But, um, guys, we once again really appreciate all of you who are getting around our merch. For Sincerely, honestly, no jokes. All jokes aside, um, from the bottom of our heart, we do appreciate all <laughs> mm. the continued support. Um, For you sure. know, three blokes from Tassie recording, and we're, we've entered, I think, 35, 40 countries. Um, so it really does mean a lot. To you, think this started in Nick's car, filming off, I mean, recording off his iPhone. On the beach, ridiculous. Here we go. So, well, the big thing beginnings. is, like, things, people wearing our merch around. That's, that's big shout out, Davo. Yeah, big Dave. Um, Good Dave. Dave, we really appreciate it, mate. So, guys, continue. Check out our merch via our socials. Um, we love seeing you rep the brand. And, and this time next week, we will have reached the NBA Finals. It's been a long oh, time coming. God. Will it be the Suns versus the Hawks or Bucks? Who knows? Mm. Game six tomorrow yep. in Atlanta. Um, but I know I speak on behalf of us all. We certainly can't wait to break it all down with you next week. That's it. Well, anything Oof. else, fellas, you want to add? What an episode. We need to take a breath. I feel like I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm exhausted, but <laughs> what an episode. Um, let me just say, I'm getting up and turning on the PS4, PS5 2K time. to play 2K. It's 2K right time. Guys, so I'll see you later. Guys. We can't <laughs> wait to speak to you next week. Enjoy the end of the conference finals and the start of the NBA finals. There he goes. Uh, we're looking forward to it. We will talk to you soon. Love you. Bye.